Before we get started with today's episode, I want to say thank you to everyone that has joined us for season one of the Men Up podcast. I know for a fact that Lamar, Will, and Drew are incredibly grateful for the support and feedback that so many of you have offered us as we've launched this podcast and as we've surpassed all of the goals we set for this inaugural season. And it means a lot to me that the Men Up podcast crew and you have joined in this journey. You know, throughout my life, during moments of great challenge, which clearly this year has been challenging for all of us. One of the ways that I get through challenges is by getting creative and having some project to invest time, energy, and love into. This podcast and this community we're building has been just that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you have a safe and healthy holiday season. We're going to be taking a little break here, and we will be back with season two of the Men Up podcast in February of the new year. Which, by the way, Happy New Year! All right, episode 11, coming up now, where we feature the starting five. Let's go. And welcome to the Men Up podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Christian Shabu. I'm Drew Chin. Will Van Dyke. Lamar Wombo in the house. And together, we are the four guys here for the Level Up to build momentum for the future for all of us. Y'all, we are at the final episode of season one of the Men Up podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for all of the episodes we've had before this one. And we want to do something a little special here today. As we close out season one of the Men Up podcast, and as this year comes to an end, because you're likely listening to this episode right around Christmas time, we want to take some time to do our own year in review so that we can preview the path forward season two in the new year. So we're putting out what we like to call our starting five, five questions to take the lessons of 2020 into 2021. We encourage y'all and challenge y'all to take some time to pause and answer these questions for yourselves. So here are our five questions in the starting five. Question one. What cultural moment will define 2020 for you? So the cultural moment that defines 2020 for me amidst many, many is definitely the death of Ahmaud Arbery. You know, for me, it's because of the running and seeing that video and seeing him being killed in cold blood and knowing that it was videotaped from the party that did the killing. Like, it was really hard to watch. It was really disturbing to watch. What struck me and shook me was he was running and he was running a neighborhood that looks like mine on just a regular day. And I remember running not too long before that. I remember running like the day I heard Kobe Bryant died and I just wanted to go out for a run. And running for me is like uplifting and getting out and being free. And it just felt like that was stripped away from him. And I'll be honest, like I was hesitant to run again for a while because to me, if that was okay or perceived as okay in a neighborhood like his, what does that look like for other neighborhoods? And I'm not a black man, I'm not a black person, so I, I recognize that privilege, but I am an Asian man and I don't know what the perceptions are. So that was a really, really tough one for me. It will always stick with me. I will remember the fight for social justice, social equity, and I think the names that most often I will think about are George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and the name that I think that 
has resonated with me most has been Ahmad Aubrey. As I think about why that is, here's a man that was just literally trying to live his life like so many Black people try to do day after day, and even the simplest things um, can somehow turn deadly. And for me, running has been such an outlet for freedom, for personal freedom. And there is something that is always going to stick with me that somebody was simply just trying to run, trying to find their freedom momentarily in a run, and somehow their life was taken away then. The year started on a shitty note, and in many ways it ended for me, on a bit of a positive note, and in between was just chaos. At the beginning of the year, uh, Kobe Bryant died, and that hit like a ton of bricks in a, in a weird way. You know, they always say the, the icons die early, they die too soon, and that just, that set the tone for what 2020 was going to be. And my daughter was born the day before that, and so it was just crazy to think that like, her birth will be linked to his death. The end of the year, after going through coronavirus, still going through coronavirus, and all the social justice and the protests and the injustice, it ended with Donald Trump losing the election, which, fuck that guy. He didn't create the problems, but he exacerbated the problem. Couldn't have made the year for me end any better without him losing, and he lost. I was thinking about the quote from Mr. Rogers that gets uh, posted a lot on social media during times of tragedy and struggle, look for the helpers. I think this year though, uh, particularly in, in all the moments that we were uh, challenged with, uh, I kept trying to find an answer to the question for myself on whether or not I can find a way to be a helper. Question number two, what personal moment will define 2020 for you? I looked to three things. My family got a new house and the new scenery changed it up a little bit. It was welcome Two, this pod connecting with three other guys who I feel a deep connection with has been a powerful moment for me. And three, my continued growth at work. My career is very important to me. And I think that I've continued to show leadership and the ability to succeed. Definitely getting to be a people leader in my company. So I had been, I guess you could say groomed to do it. I had the opportunity to lead an intern in the past, but at the end of 2019, we made a hiring offer and, you know, it's someone that I selected and amidst the pandemic and everything, it just was an opportunity for me to really try everything I've been studying for years and years and years and put it to practice. And the best part about it is it worked, you know, and I hear it from my team member validating it of, I created a safe, trusting environment where she could take risks and know that like I had her back and in that she could grow and that also helped grow me. And then sneaky 1B following up behind is making this podcast and the one before. I've been listening to podcasts for, you know, five, six years, always wondering like, what's the art behind it? What's the mechanics? What's it take? So really rewarding to be asked to do one by my best friend and then to meet two other guys and make products that I'm really proud of. So in 2019, uh, I met a woman that I was incredibly fond of through some work that I was doing with the Obama Foundation. And at that time, uh, 
tried to start to date her and it didn't work out. And fast forward into the middle of the year in 2020, uh, I got a message from that woman letting me know uh, that she was essentially available. And I will always remember that moment. I will remember that, that text, that message, uh, because it was a moment where here's this person that I felt a deep connection to, even not knowing her all that much yet, and, and now having the opportunity through the rest of 2020 to get to know her, to date her, to call her my partner, my girlfriend, uh, and doing that, knowing that for the 10 years prior, I wasn't in any sort of significant relationship. And so to enter into that in 2020, in a moment where it's really challenging to connect, to be able to cultivate a relationship, a partnership with somebody who I deeply care about uh, and deeply love has just been really powerful. So thank you, Alexis. Out of baby, man. Out of baby. Nola B, Kinslow Womble. And I never imagined that I would love fatherhood as much as I do, but I love it. That is like clearly the defining moment of, of 2020. Um, and I would even argue that like feeling like I'm a good father is probably even more defining. Question number three, what is one idea related to manhood, masculinity that has shifted during our time together? Us doing the podcast and having the conversations that we have has reminded me that there is a place for intentional serious brotherhood when sometimes it seems like, and I'll speak for myself when I say this, is sometimes it seems like there's not space for you to share your feelings openly for you to, there's a space for you, for me, inside of a group of men. I'm leaning into that and even into my partnership, just kind of sharing. It's like owning that part of me. So for me, the idea of manhood or masculinity is that's shifted since we've really been meeting and you know talking on our pod is really this idea to, you need to forgive in order to free up and expand your ability to give. Forgiveness has always been something on my mind, but it wasn't until we had that discussion that said, you know, if you wanna be more giving, like sometimes you gotta let go, and to let go, you gotta be first, as a man, as a leader, and forgive. And then that frees up your capacity to be more of a giving person. I challenge myself a lot of times, on whether or not it's more important for me to be right than to be kind. I think that that's a struggle still to this day and something that I'm going to be challenging myself, both in reflection of 2020, but in moving forward in 2021. Can I find a way to value kindness over just being right? Being in this podcast, being the host, although we are all very much contributors, has pushed me to really level up my game in leading with listening. And I think a lot of times our definitions of manhood and masculinity put out this idea that as, as men, uh, we have to be doers and that's where our strength comes from. I still have ideas around that that I am, I am working through. Don't get me wrong, I love being proactive on things. I love getting into action, but there is a great strength that comes with listening. And I think about this podcast and how it has leveled me up in my listening ability, even to the point where this episode that y'all are listening to right now, we had ideas, I had ideas about the structure of it. And it was through listening that we developed something even better, right? And so there, there is great strength, great possibility in listening. Question four, what is one way I am excited to grow in the next year? 
So one of the ideas that I like to put forward year to year is, is some sort of theme or, or a mantra to really frame the entire year around. And I think what 2020 has revealed for me is that it is necessary to find the spaces daily and monthly that feel uncomfortable and lean into those. And so when I think about 2021, I'm really excited to walk into that year with the mantra of get comfortable with the uncomfortable. There are things in my life, whether it is professionally thinking about uh, whatever, whatever their expertise, whatever things that I know I'm confident and competent in, actually feeling like I am those things without any institution or any organization, right? So that I am somebody who can make great contributions that aren't related to the work that I do with the future project, or I can offer great contributions that aren't related to men up. I just need to lean into new. I stick to what I know and I'm not reluctant to learn new things because I will go learn new things. But sometimes like when it comes to new tech, when it comes to uh, trying to learn a new skill in order to get something done, I just won't do it. Um, and I got, I, in order to stay relevant in what I do as a speaker, but also as we continue to produce this podcast, like I've just got to develop new skills. Uh, and so that means new tech skills, new ways of delivering my service, uh, staying up to date. And those are things that I typically, I will make the adjustment, but I won't go all in on the adjustments and I need to be better about that. I think for me, it's about finding consistency again, the nature of the 2020 experience led to a lot of inconsistencies and both health-wise, professionally, personally, being consistent is extremely important for me. Also finding mentorship for myself while also finding opportunities to be a better mentor to others. The way I'm excited to grow most in 2021 is all about my emotions. Emotional intelligence is not a new topic by any means. I think I'm a pretty self-aware person, but I want to go a little bit deeper. One, I want to expand my emotional literacy, really like figure out what is that vocabulary to really meet the moment of what I'm feeling. Number two is I really want to work on how I respond when I get triggered. So in understanding what are my triggers, that's part of it, but then it's how am I going to react? And then based on that trigger, the last part, number three is, do I want to stay in that feeling, that emotion, because there's something that is powerful and I will learn from it and use that? Or do I need to shift and pivot really quickly? to get out of that and not let it block me from something else. Question five, what are you looking forward to in the next season slash the future with the Men Up podcast? It'd be really fun to do like a live show format. I mean, it'd be awesome to do it like in person with a real audience, it'd be wonderful. But even if it was to have others join in on our call and see this process, to have some interactions with our listeners that have been with us to ask us questions, I think that'd be really, really fun. I will take a little slant on this one and I'll say, what am I looking forward to just the men up in general? This team and the one before it and the ones around it has so much capabilities and talents and so much good in their hearts to really make this a movement. So whether that be creating coaching sessions for other men, whether that is more mentoring, whether that's workshops, like I'm here for it. 2021 is just the tip of the iceberg. We're coming for you. Obviously, I, I think there's endless possibilities with this podcast and this group. You know, I think podcasts are funny as well because obviously right now we're in a, we're, I think, in the, uh, the race for gold, right, in, in creating podcasts. Like, it's, it's what you do now instead of 
uh, you know, trying to put out YouTube videos or whatever, like you do a podcast and all of a sudden when you attach yourself to a podcast, it's like you're somebody like people automatically have this elevation of your name and status. Like you're somebody super important. Um, and I just think it's, I think because of that, anything can come from it. Um, and so I think that there's an opportunity for us to do video and interviews and workshops and events and, and really grow a brand. I still think that I'd like to learn more about each other and meeting in person. <laughs> we, we have never shaken hands, hugged, done whatever, laughed in person. It needs to happen. So with Men Up, when, when George and I started it many years ago, we had these Men Up summits, which were bringing people who identify as men together to really build community, whether it's for one day or over a weekend. And I'm really excited to have that kind of summit with the guys here on this podcast, because we have not been able to be together in our creation of two podcasts. We need to get together. We need to see uh, what happens when we all get together. And, and for the other guys, when they get to meet for the first time in person, I'm just really excited for that. I'm also really excited to bring on other guests and other voices into this podcast. You know, in, in our preparation for the podcast, We've identified people in our own communities that it would be great to bring into the Men Up podcast, into this conversation, to get varying perspectives and to grow even further the, the topics or the direction of our content and bring in other voices to really extend, one, our understanding so that we can all move forward powerfully, but two, build our community. So that is what I'm really excited for in season two and in the future of the Men Up podcast. And that's it. Season one of the Men Up podcast in the books. Thank you all so much for joining us this episode and every episode before. If you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And we'd love it if you'd leave a review because that's only going to allow us to level up and make season two of the Men Up podcast even better. And if you're interested and you want to join our mailing list, please go to themenup.com. And you can join our email list and get exclusive content between season one and two and any updates as we get closer to the next season. All right, y'all. I am Christian Shabu, and this is the Men Up Podcast. We appreciate y'all.